Welcome back to the Neuroscience Meet Social and Emotional Learning podcast for Brain Fact Friday and episode number 137. I'm Andrea Samadhi, a former educator who's been fascinated with understanding the science behind high-performance strategies in schools, sports, and the workplace for the past 20 years. If you've been listening to our podcast, you'll know that we've uncovered that if we want to improve our social and emotional skills and experience success in our work and personal lives, it all begins with an understanding of our brain. Our goal with this podcast is to bring the most current neuroscience research to you and make it applicable in your life, whether you're a teacher in the classroom or using these ideas to improve productivity and results in your workplace. The idea is that these strategies will give you a new angle and provide you with a new way of looking at learning with the brain in mind. As I'm researching and learning new ideas, I'm also implementing them myself and making connections to past speakers so we can all benefit from the research that's emerging in this new field of educational neuroscience. Which brings us to this week's Brain Fact Friday and the connections I made while recording episode number 136 with Lois Letchford and her son who failed first grade in 1994 when testing revealed he could only read 10 words, had no strengths and a low IQ, and was clearly struggling with his academics in his early years. Thank goodness his mother figured out that he needed to learn how to read with different learning strategies that you can learn about in episode 136 and see how her son defied the odds he was given at an early age and graduated from Oxford University with his PhD. What would have happened to Nicholas Letchford if he didn't have such a happy ending to his story? What if he didn't find a different way to build those foundational skills that he needed for literacy achievement? I remembered a webinar I prepared for the educational publisher Voyager Sopris Learning in 2018 on nine brain-based strategies to skyrocket literacy achievement. And in the introduction to this webinar, I talk about the U.S. statistics that emphasize the importance of our children learning to read proficiently by third grade. Did you know that two-thirds of students who cannot read proficiently by the end of fourth grade will end up in jail or on welfare? Over 70% of America's inmates can't read above a fourth grade level. One in four children in America grow up without learning how to read at all. Students who don't read proficiently by the third grade are four times likelier to drop out of school. And nearly 85% of the juveniles who face trial in the juvenile court system are functionally illiterate, proving that there's a close relationship between literacy and crime. More than 60% of all inmates are functionally illiterate. And these shocking statistics lead to high dropout rates, low graduation rates and college completion, illiteracy, incarceration and welfare, proving that when a student is struggling with their reading, there's so much more at stake than what meets the eye. Then I began researching for episode 138 with Dr. Daniel Ansari. He's a professor and Canada Research Chair in Developmental Cognitive Neuroscience and Learning in the Department of Psychology and the Brain and Mind Institute at the University of Western Ontario in London, Ontario, where he heads the Numerical Cognition Laboratory. 
and I learned from Dr. Ansari that in addition to the importance of developing these foundational reading skills, he emphasized the importance of developing the foundational skills in numeracy and math, saying that low numeracy skills is associated with physical illness, depression, and incarceration, and even that students with poor math skills were likely to default on their mortgage later in life. This builds a clear case for the need for intervention if a student is struggling with reading or math in their early years. So for this week's Brain Fact Friday, I'm sure you've heard of the term dyslexia for students who have difficulty with reading or problems with spelling and mispronunciation of words, but did you know there was a term like this for those who have specific learning difficulties with mathematics? It's called dyscalculia. It's a math learning disability that impairs an individual's ability to learn number-related concepts, perform accurate math calculations, reason and problem-solve, and perform other basic math skills, and usually co-occurs with dyslexia. I'll dive deeper into this brain-based disorder on my interview with Dr. Ansari next week, but until then, if you want to learn more about recognizing the signs and symptoms of dyscalculia, with engaging and fun strategies to help your students or children learn mathematics, you can learn more with a video from Dr. Ansari that I put in the show notes where you'll learn what exactly is dyscalculia. You'll learn the areas of difficulty that students have, like seeing how numbers fit together, counting, calculating, recalling math facts, using concepts like less than or greater than, reading a clock, working with money, not able to count backwards reliably, the tendency not to notice patterns, or the inability to manage time in their daily life. You'll learn strategies to help students learn, like using manipulatives for counting, number lines, and other visual tools to help solve problems and provide students with extra time so they can organize their thinking. And also to think about educational companies that have specific tools like ETA Cuisineer that's now called Hand to Mind. They've created what they call Cuisineer Rods to help students learn math in a more fun and enjoyable way. Remember that students who have learning challenges like dyslexia with reading or dyscalculia with math can be just as successful in their life, future, and careers as those who don't have these challenges. Just ask Alexander Graham Bell, Albert Einstein, John Lennon, Muhammad Ali, Steven Spielberg, Henry Winkler, Tom Cruise, Whoopi Goldberg, Walt Disney, Jay Leno, and Kira Knightley, who all grew up with dyslexia. And it was noted that Bill Gates... Henry Winkler, Cher, Mary Tyler Moore, and Benjamin Franklin also had dyscalculia. Like we saw in episode number 136 with Lois Letchford's son, Nicholas, children can be extremely successful in their life and future if they're given the learning strategies they need to help them to be successful, whether it's with learning to read or with mathematics. So to review this week's Brain Fact Friday, dyscalculia is a common math learning disability that impairs an individual's ability to learn number-related concepts, perform accurate math calculations, reason and problem-solve, and perform other basic math skills, and usually co-occurs with dyslexia. Stay tuned for episode number 138 with Dr. Daniel Ansari, who I know will open our eyes with new connections to the neuroscience of learning. See you next week. 
If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com. 